Welcome back to another episode of Off the Field. I'm your host, AP. It's April, and Major League Baseball opening season is upon us again. The bat cracks, Cracker Jacks, the smell of popcorn immediately come to my mind as I look forward every single year with anticipation to watch the Chicago Cubs, because I'm here in Chicago, my friends scored a ticket, and I'll be going with a group in just a few short weeks. So alongside me today is Jacob Blessing. Jacob, you're from Kansas. Yes, sir. But you call yourself a St. Louis Cardinal fan. Truly. Well, that's okay. I'm from North Dakota, and I will always be a Red Sox, Boston Red Sox fan. Go figure that one out. <laughs> but today we are both going to be able to gush a little bit about the love of baseball. And Jacob, I briefly described a little bit about what has me so excited, the sights and the smell of being at a baseball game. But what gets you excited about the start of every baseball season? So I grew up baseball was the number one way that my dad and I related to each other probably. Every year, as far as I can remember, we we watch baseball together. We both follow it. As my little brother grew up, he joined in. So baseball season, like the start of it meant this intentional time with family and also just like generally being a competitive person and the Cardinals are always pretty decent. You know, it kind of gives you that like sweet, you know, here's something to cheer for. It could be big. You know, I've seen the Cardinals win a world series in my lifetime. So kind of an outlet for, you know, that competitive nature, but also time with my dad um, and, and eventually little brother, something that I cherish and probably will cherish for the rest of my life. I actually have a similar kind of entrance into baseball that you also that you have i remember i think around the year 2004 2005 i was just a little punk kid and one of my dad's friend brought us a box full of baseball cards and i remember tearing into this cardboard box and seeing all these little pieces yeah. of cardboard with faces baseball bats baseballs in their hand and they had statistics on the back of them yeah and that was my entrance into this love for the game. And since my dad, this is a little backstory to why I like the Boston Red Sox. He did some graduate work out in the area of Boston. Yeah. And so he just naturally picked up like, hey, I kind of like the Red Sox. So as a father and a son, we started following the Boston Red Sox around the year 2004. And you got to see the the curse lifted <laughs> got to see the curse lifted which was amazing and was it 05 that the cardinals won i i'm pretty sure it was in 2005 the the cardinals won i'm going to look that up really yeah, really quick we beat the tigers and before that we had we got spanked by the red sox well let, let's get back to kind of this this season right yeah a lot of player changes happened over the off season in around the league and as this new season starts i'm looking at teams like the new york yankees they have John Carlos Stanton. Of course, they have Aaron Judge. We talk about the Cubbies, the Chicago Cubbies. They have new pitchers like Yu Darvish, who they signed during the offseason. And from your same division, the Milwaukee Brewers got an outfielder, Lorenzo Cain, during free agency. But backing up to the New York Yankees, Jacob, how feared are the Yankees across the league, but especially in the AL East this year? They obviously have to be very feared. I don't know if you saw it, like ESPN. Um, they had a uh, fun little game they released a couple days ago called 
keep the Yankees in the yard. And it's, oh my gosh. it's this little game where you can choose like pitches and location and see if you can strike out the Yankees big three. Good luck, right? So yeah, Judge and Stanton and Sanchez. So I did that and I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. Like I couldn't strike them out, which, uh, you know, coming in the beginning of the year, being busy as a student, I haven't kept as good a track of baseball as I usually do. And uh, so that kind of put into perspective, like, oh, wow. They're really freaking good this year. <laughs> they have three big bats yeah. in the middle of that lineup. Three huge bats. And I'm I mean, scared as a Red Sox fan yeah. looking at that lineup. I don't care what pitchers you throw at them. Yeah, you might strike them out, yeah. but they also might blow it out of the yard for a home run. Yeah. So I, I don't know if in my lifetime I've seen that three bats in on one team and one lineup that are that powerful. Absolutely. And really in their, I mean, some of them coming into their prime, some of them in the middle of it. Yeah. You look at John Carlos Stanton. Mm-hmm. In the first game of the season, he ha- he hit two home runs, first ever game in pinstripes. Now they they have these bats, but the Yankees also have a strong pitching core: Masahiro Tanaka, Luis mm-hmm. Severino, CC Sabathia. Those are no three pitchers to just bat eyes at, so to speak. I, I mean, I really think the Yankees will have some serious opposition this year. Coming from my team, the Boston Red Sox, and the Red Sox have been off to a pretty fresh start. Pitchers David Price and Chris Sale pitched really well in their openers. But I'm also expecting a guy, Rick Porcillo, to have a bounce-back year after going 11-17 and last season. Now, Porcillo won the 2016 Cy Young. The Red Sox, tell me I'm not wrong, they're probably going to be either one or two fighting for that number one spot in the division with the Yankees. Yeah, for sure. If simply for no other reason, because I don't really see a lot of opposition. Is that fair to say? Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, it's I guess I've, top heavy. I've been kind of thinking about the Toronto Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. Never can sleep on the Blue Jays. No. But at the same time, I don't see Tampa Bay Rays doing a whole lot in that division. The no. Orioles potentially will make some noise. Yeah. But I think it's going to be another New York Yankees-Boston Red Sox rivalry season. And yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah. I really am. It's good for baseball, for sure. It it's is. One of the greatest rivalries in sports. So, yeah. Um, when both, I mean, it's always televised. When the Yankees and Red Sox are on, it's usually, you know, Monday Night Baseball. But on ESPN. On ESPN. Yep. But when they're good, it's even more fun. Even someone who kind of loathes big market teams, it's still really fun, too. Well, we'll be getting to your Cardinals in just a moment. <laughs> so hang in there. Before moving to the National League, I did want to bring up the Houston Astros. Yes. The reigning World Series champs of last year. They're playing pretty well as this brand new season begins. And we just discussed the Yankees being a feared team with their bats, their pitchers, whatever. But, Jacob, I think they're going to be pretty good this year, the Houston Astros. Yeah, I think for someone who's not a baseball expert, it's probably kind of hard to look at the Strohs and see see how they're so good you know they don't have power three like the Yankees or these amazing pitchers like the Sox or whatever but throw a name out there like Justin Verlander for example probably past his prime I think yes the Strohs will be good simply if for no other reason they're probably in one of the weaker divisions in Major League Baseball this year for sure are they World Series good probably not no I mean obviously it's a long season but I think they just don't have the stacks compared to the rest of the league so objectively I would say yeah, they'll be good. They'll probably win their division, but they're not as good as last year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jacob, I might bring a little bit of opposition with you on that one. 
I had just mentioned Justin Verlander. Verlander, by the way, is going to make $28 million this year. Big-time pitcher. Down the stretch last year, remember he was traded from the Detroit Tigers yeah. to the Astros. Verlander won every single game that he pitched for them, going 5-0 and with a 1.06 ERA. Yeah, incredible. And he's won his first game of this year. He pitched six innings, didn't allow a run. I know you said he's probably past his prime, but I think I might make the argument that he could have a Cy Young year. True. <laughs> yeah, he definitely could. Um, but he's also old, which right. means um, everything kind of has to fall into place perfectly. And it is a long season. He'll be good, but I think it's it's such a long season for someone that old <laughs> and someone who's faced several injuries in their career to to maintain that sort of level. But I don't know if he's good enough to, like, bank on the Strohs because, oh, wow, they have Verlander at the top of the rotation because um, that's fragile. <laughs> it's not a one-and-done thing. Of course, last year they did have the MVP, infielder Jose Altuve. Yes. He was signed on for a five-year, $150 million contract during this last offseason. We need to move on to the National League. And, Jacob, it's so good to have you on Off the Field, where today we are really just getting at what we love about the game. And your favorite team, of course, in the central division of the National League, your St. Louis Cardinals. Tell me, Jacob, at the beginning of this season, how do you feel about your team and its roster? Uh, you know, optimistic. The problem that's plagued the Cards seemingly for the last couple of years has been not necessarily the rotation, but their bullpen. They just give up so many runs, you know, past the fifth, sixth inning. And their hitting's good. It's solid. I mean, they don't have, you know, big three like the Yankees. and Right. But hung eight runs on the Brewers um, last night and, you know, Sunday, five runs on the Mets. So... That's, I mean, I think that'll be a pattern throughout the year. Um, what scares me about the Cardinals is I think we're going to lose. We're going to lose a lot of games, you know, right. seven to six or yep. <laughs> you know six to five, which isn't. That's just not good in terms of longevity. And the the Central is going to be tough this year. The Brewers absolutely look stronger than just as strong as last year. And obviously the Cubs look amazing, which really sucks. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's optimistic, and I definitely think we have a. We made some good moves, and we're getting back to maybe some Cardinal dominance. But we're It's still, been a few years. It's been a few years. We're still, I mean, the Cardinals have never been a every single year dynasty because we don't have the kind of market to maintain that team. Smaller market team. Yeah. Yep. So it's going to be every three or four years, and I think we're definitely working to, back towards that, for sure. Yeah. As a fan of the game, I have a lot of respect for a guy like you because I like my Red Sox, but I realize at the same time we're pushing 180 to $200 million every single year with our payroll. Yeah. And the Yankees obviously are pushing even more. But then you have these teams like the Cardinals, and when they can nearly compete for postseason every single year, yeah. I think that just says something about the management that's going into these teams and the kind of players that the management is choosing to put on their team. Do you maybe have one or two players that you're specifically excited to see in their performances this season? Yeah, I am. I really want to see Fowler get out of a slump, which it kind of seemed like he did a little bit. He broke that like 0 for 13 slump last night. Dexter Fowler, right? Yeah, Dexter Fowler, because he's, he's just fun to watch. I don't know. Yeah, in the outfield. Yeah, for sure. And he's always been a really decent if not really good, defensive player. So it'd be really cool to see him kind of rise to the occasion a little more. As far as pitching goes, it would be nice to see Wayno. Um, I know he's going to be on and off the DL a lot this season, but it'd be nice to see him end on a high note. 
just because he's someone i mean i watched him throw the last out in uh the series against the tigers so yeah um someone who i've kind of grown up with in baseball and he's obviously towards the end of his career so it'd be really cool to see him end on a high note in this year or the next year um and not just end on the dl you know what i mean so those are two things i'm excited for Uh, those are two like very hopeful things that may not happen (laughs) yeah we absolutely look forward to you know the, the players that we grew up seeing really coming into fruition during our lifetime yeah and for me i guess you know he's retired now but david ortiz of the red sox yeah he was there at the same time that i started following the red sox and having retired a few years ago it was so awesome to see him every single year put up big numbers but also just be one of those faces of the organization and for someone like a dexter fowler you see him in the outfield and when you think of the cardinals you think of somebody like dexter or a yadier molina He's a career guy, and yeah. you know he'll retire with the Cardinals. He's hit two home runs this season, which is pretty incredible. Wow, that's um, exciting. so far. <laughs> but the Cardinals are, you know, they have Wayne and they have Yachty and guys that are towards the end of their prime, and even Fowler, who you know they picked up from the Cubs, but he's still entering the back end of his career. Right. So they are kind of in this weird stance where it's like, you know, they have a couple beloved players that are about done, that aren't as they don't produce like they used to. But that's that's something I love about baseball. I don't know. You kind of see in the NBA, it's kind of they get old, you dump them. Yep. You definitely see that in the NFL. So something that's really cool about baseball is you have guys that like well, you know who can still produce definitely in the postseason. Guys like Yachty, he's such a gamer that even though he's more injury prone, he definitely doesn't hit like he used to. Um, you still love him, and you still have this attitude of man, I really want to see him do well. Um, Absolutely. I don't know. That's just something you see in baseball more than other professional sports it seems but to me that is something very attractive as a fan because the season's long yeah we're talking 164 games 163 games every single summer and I mean that's where we get the term dog days of summer you have these boys going out every single night and they're playing under the lights it's so much fun to watch and when you're seeing some of those same players every single day during the summer as a fan, whether you're casual, whether you're a very passionate baseball fan, it's giving you something to cheer on and to look forward to. Not to mention the popcorn, the Cracker Jacks, I mean, all of the food at the stadium. You're going to be going to a baseball game here upcoming, is that right? Um, hopefully. I, for sure, I'll be in Chicago all summer, so i am yeah. got to go to a couple Cubs games. Maybe even a few Sox games, who knows? Um <laughs> Uh, you know, save some money. Right. Go see the White Sox. Uh, yeah, I would like to go to the Cubs-Cardinals coming up, I think, like, 16th, April 16th. So that'd be a blast. I've had the chance to go to a couple Cardinals at Cubs games since I've lived in Chicago, and it's it's always a blast because Cubs fans are not shy. Even in the afternoon, you know, them, they'll get a little get a little tipsy, and they'll start screaming at you when you have your Cardinals hat on. Oh, boy, yeah. Um, but it's kind of a fun environment. I don't know. It is. It's definitely different from... The Cardinals games have gone too because fans are a lot more friendly there. You're going to a game too soon? Yes, I will be going to a Kansas City Royals game against the Cubs. It's truly a historic ballpark with the Ivy, of course. But you get off the red line. You get into the stadium and there's a buzz about it. You see the field as you emerge from the bleachers and everything. And there's just no other real experience to to top that i guess you would say yeah and it only happens during you know the spring and summer the tail end of uh september and we're here baseball's upon us thank you again so much jacob for joining me on off the field podcast 
and good luck with your Cardinals. Good luck with your socks.